Greetings and salutations, everyone. Welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Triple C Comics, Cosplay, and Cinema. We are your humble hosts. I am Lee, and you guys know Foggy Night over there, aka Jake. What's up, dude? What's up, man? It's good to be back in the seat. It What's is going good. On? It is good. I feel like I haven't seen you for a while. I know. Been a minute. <laughs> Doing your traveling. Well, guys, yeah, we're back for another fantastic episode, and today we're going to be talking about a variety of different things, but the main focus will be talking about our top sidekicks basically from a compilation of marvel and dc we're also going to talk about when we talked about doing this show originally we were like we can't just if we do our top sidekick show if we include robin then the top four slots are gonna be all the robins are gonna be all robins you know what i'm saying so we've decided to go ahead and split it up a little bit we're gonna share our top robins our favorite robins uh and then we'll also just talk about their favorite uh sidekicks to the marvel and dc universe but before we even get into all that there's some really cool things that have happened over the past few weeks that we want to kind of dive into one guardians of the galaxy 3 has come out and for those of you guys who've been watching the show you know we we talked a little bit about how phase four had let us down a little bit you know yeah. we we're huge fans of phase three but Phase Four didn't really quite have that uh, the, the fun that the magic was gone. Yeah, the magic was just a bit gone. So uh, and then Phase Five started off, and Ant Man didn't quite do it for us as well. Nope. Uh, but so a lot of people were looking at Guardians and like, oh, what's going to happen? You know, what are we going to do? Is this comic book fatigue setting in? Yeah. You know, like it has been. And uh, nope, <laughs> no, no, my friends, um, I. Loved it. Well, Jake and I have not talked about this, by the way. Yeah, this is going to be nice. At all. Like, this will be the first Usually time. we ruin it on like the drive down, like trying to coordinate these shows, and we're like, damn it, we should have waited. Exactly. I actually don't know what you thought, so. Oh, well, I just said it. I loved it. I thought yeah. it was really good. I, I did. I, I thought it was, from beginning to end, man, it had the heart, you know, and it had the comedy. It just had everything going for it. It was one of those movies, and I hadn't felt this for a while, for me. As a kid, there was movies that I just didn't want to end. You know what I mean? It was just sitting in the theater and you're just really caught up in the escapism of that world. And you're just like, oh my gosh, when you realize that it's winded down, you get a little sad and depressed. I hadn't ha- felt that way about a movie for quite some time, actually. Yeah. And Guardians was the movie for me that kind oh, of gave me go. that feeling again, you know? Um, I thought it was, like I said, I'll just say it again, I thought it was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. We could dive a little bit deeper into it, but that's my first initial thoughts. Yeah, uh, same. I think, you know, when we went back and we were talking about Marvel, um, you and I both had agreed that we both thought that Guardians would be the the, the one we probably felt the, more, the most safe that was going to be really good. And uh, I came into it, you know, with full faith in James Gunn, you know, Barney, they let him just keep doing what he does with that franchise. And, uh, he did, it was everything that I wanted it to be and so much more. Um, it was actually my favorite of the guardians movies. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been going back and forth in my head besides Ragnarok. It's right there. Actually is my favorite solo Marvel movie period. They've put out so far in the MCU. Mm -hmm. Um, I loved it. I thought it was great. It had everything from, it was one of those movies that I like because it had a little bit of everything. It had great humor, great heart, great action, yeah. a great story. Uh, definitely hit you right in the feels. Mul- I mean, multiple gut che- uh, checks to, to the feels. And um, it really made Rocket, I think, the standout Guardian, which, you know, I think James Gunn has alluded to. It's his favorite Guardian and kind of what Rocket's story has always been, what drew him to start the Guardians franchise. Yeah. Um, and he had already knew kind of the story he was going to tell at some point and, uh, to see it play out was just, it was very emotional and, and 
to your point, I didn't want it to end. I didn't know that this was the last one. Uh, it, it was bittersweet because, you know, it was such a great conclusion. You know, a lot of times these franchises, you don't get a lot of uh, landings that are stuck. A lot of times it's like, oh, great, great start, great middle, the ending. Uh, you know, it's fine, but like I would, I wish they would have stuck the landing a little better. This was, I thought they saved the best for last, and uh, it was amazing, and also makes me more excited for DC with Superman with James Gunn. Because I'm like, man, he is gonna nail this stuff. I'm so glad you said that because a lot of people have been like, oh my gosh, is Superman gonna be a comedy? Is it gonna yeah. be just all this crazy James Gunn type proved, humor? Yeah. And this should put everybody at ease. Yeah. Because yes, there was great comedy, and by all means, have some great comedy in there in the you Superman should, yeah. movie as well. I I'll laugh. Yeah. I love to laugh, yeah. but I also love that the the, the feels, as you said, yeah. and he did a great job of combining that. Um, and the characters, you know, everybody got their moment to shine. Yeah, really. They did. really did. They give everybody, you know, Mantis, Drax, everyone. Yeah. It was Rocket Story, as you pointed oh, out, yeah. and as you said. Um, but everybody did. I, it, you know, the way they brought Gamora back, also, I thought it really fit in well. And it wasn't wrapped up in a bow at the end. It was like, oh, now she remembers who she is. Yeah. Her and Peter are in love again. It's just not to be. Yeah. You know, or maybe later on down the road, if somebody else yeah. takes the mantle and run runs with it yeah. or, or takes the baton and runs with it but you know it just wasn't to be that she's yeah. she's living her life with the yeah. with the ravagers and then they a little tease you with is it nebula like is he gonna hook up with nebula yeah i know like, there was a couple <laughs> there was a couple things yeah. right when she was carrying him back and putting him in the bed yeah. and that you know i think I she has you. like a little secret thing for for him even though she'll never show it because right whatever and i think you know vice versa in a little bit it's it's actually wild because their chemistry is so good together yeah. you know it kind of makes sense um I will say on a, on a, and it's not a negative to the movie. I just think going into this movie, if you haven't seen it yet, um, if you're uh, a little tender to soft spots for animal yes. cruelty, um, there are a couple of things that were like quite hard to watch. Um, and it's actually funny because we're well, not funny, but Pete has actually come across and said that this is probably the best uh, movie against animal cruelty yeah. that's ever come out. But in doing so, you have to kind of put yourself in, like, there were multiple times I was like, this is CGI, this is not real, this is CGI, this right. is not real, because there were a couple moments where I was like, wow, okay, like, this is hard to it watch. It did, it did, Very especially, and that's what, and you're definitely feeling that, and, you know, again, a testament to him, yeah. the script and whatever else, and the directing, that not you laughs. care, that you're feeling yeah. for Rocket. I mean, yes, oh. we've gotten to know him through three, pre four previous movies, I guess, yeah. counting Endgame and, and yeah. Infinity War. Um, but you know, it was just, you, you, you felt bad. Oh yeah. Um, and I will say this as much as they gave, uh, you know, they, they were propping up Kang and Jonathan majors as being the big yeah. bad. And, you know, we've both felt yeah. different ways about that, about how it was a little bit of a letdown, the high evolutionary. Oh, he was great as a bad guy. I mean, and the actor was Chuck Woody Awuji. From uh, Peacemaker. He was from Peacemaker. Yes, he is. So James Gunn, you know, he loves to have his yeah. acting cabal, <laughs> yeah. and his acting troupe, and he kind of brings those guys around with him. So he was in Peacemaker, um, this yeah. actor, and which James Gunn did. Yeah. And now he brought him over into uh, The Guardians. And I thought he did a fantastic oh, job. It's one of the better villains, yeah. I think. You know, Marvel's gotten a lot of I would say stuff top about... three to five. Yeah. In that range. It's always, they've gotten this yeah. thing about the villains aren't well-developed. I think he was. Yeah. I think he was well-developed. Um, and I just think he did a great job with the acting and just everything. Oh, he you know, was it was just all around. So for the go those of you who think that we are Marvel haters, because I've heard that. Here you go. <laughs> this is not true. We loved Guardians, I think. Yeah. And, and by all means, we recommend it. And it does. It, it did for DC. It gives us great hope. Because, yeah. Because he can 
we can see what he can do. And then he's yeah. going to bring that same heart and feel yeah. and everything over to Superman, hopefully. And and it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, I, I really like the villain, too. I, I would say he was kind of on par with, like, Killmonger, like, yeah. around that. Like, in, in the backstory, the flashbacks with Rocket when he mm -hmm. was small, I think, really brought it home. Because you felt you could actually kind of get from his side why he is the way he is, especially when you see his face get all which was another one for the body horror. I didn't know if that got yeah. you. Uh, I was like, Oh wow. Okay. Right. Um, but yeah, I thought it was well executed. And, and again, we, I love Marvel. It's, it's been just a patch of bad movies lately, you know, and it's in been rooting in but this movie really felt like 2018. You yeah. Know? I was like, this is great. What's next? You know? And, know. um, of course it's, you know, one of the originals, you know, and, and with the original director, um, in it's one of those things where it, it does show when it, when you give one creative mind a uh, a whole franchise where it's his vision, and this is one of those where Kevin Feige let James Gunn do his thing from start to end, and you saw it because everything flowed. You could see the chemistry, and and again, I I one of the big takeaways for me was each actor got their true moment to shine. From Drax, we finally got to see Drax the Destroyer again. Yes, like he was kicking butt, which I think. I really appreciated that because last couple movies he was kind of a bit of a joke, yep. you know, kind of not quite as bad as Hulk, but right. It was good to see him back, just like kicking butt again. Uh, Groot obviously had a couple of them. Uh, Quill, from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie, you saw him come back full circle again. What a! I would say Nebula might have the best story arc in Marvel. Like her arc was absolutely fantastic. It showed there was a couple scenes in there where it showed just how deeply she felt part of that family. This this was her family. Yeah. You know, she had never had that, I guess. You know, and even with Thanos, Gamora was obviously the favorite, yeah. and he just totally abused her. You know, so she never really had that. So to her, this I mean, to everyone. All of them, yeah. they were a family, but this was her first real experience, I think, with it. Yeah. And she, it showed a, a couple times with the emotion when she realized that Rocket was awake. Well, that's what flying. I was going to get to when, because yeah. when, she, you know, it's, it's very like monotone. And, but when Rocket comes on the speaker and you see her for the first, you're like, wow. I mean, she just weeps. Yep. I think you see Mantis and Drax see that in her. And are like, oh, she is a part of the family. Like that was their we're fully letting her in moment. Um, and then like her moment, what I thought was great with Drax was saying like, oh no, like you're meant to be a dad. Like yeah. and him with those kids, you know, it was just like incredible. So just two thumbs up round. Of, I, I it was fantastic. I can't recommend this enough. It doesn't matter if you have or a kid or a teenager. Or, oh, there, there's some in this for everybody. It was it was really 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 special. And you know, I was gonna say that. I'm glad I didn't because I would have been wrong. I was going to say this is one of the only trilogies that I can recall through Marvel that had the same director from from part yeah. one through part three, but I'm actually wrong. Ant-Man also had the same yeah. director. Unfortunately, his oh, part three didn't stick. Didn't stick, stick yeah. You know what I mean? So it kind of left everyone with a bad taste. Guardians was just from beginning. I agree. From part one through part three, man. And the most surprising, because as we've said before, no one knew yeah. Guardians before 2012 or whatever. Uh, whatever year what, yeah, it came it out, man. Um, and it was just like I remember thinking, will this be Marvel's first flop? Yeah. And come to find out, it's their best. It's their it, best. Trilogy. It was great to see their uh, comic suits there at the end too. Yes, that was awesome. Yes, it was. Um, um, it but was, I would say, uh, to me, if I had to vote, it would be it's my favorite. I think it's the best trilogy that they. 
that they've put out. I would say so too. And uh, first, I'm like, well, what about Avengers? But then Avengers two, even though I enjoyed it, yeah, Age of Age Ultron, Ultron yeah. kind of had a this was falter. three very good films. Yes, right back. And then the Christmas special was great. It was. Yes, it was. <laughs> you know. You know. So I, I forgot. Yeah, that's true yeah. too. So if you include that, then James Gunn did no wrong yeah. as far as his time in Marvel. And I don't know if you know, seen the speculation, but two. He said at least two Guardians are already confirmed to appear in Superman Legacy in some form or fashion. Oh, so wow. It's just a guess of who's who's what, how big a role, <laughs> you know. Any guesses? Oh, gosh. I would say Palm, and I'm going to get a... Uh, yeah, Palm. Yeah, I don't know what her last name is Cl either. Clientiff, I believe, or something like that. I'm probably... Yeah. I butchered that. I apologize. But... um. Just because I think she's already made a couple of... She was in Suicide Squad for a hot, brief yeah, moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just feel like she has... And buried under the makeup, so it wouldn't be bringing a lot of baggage and seeing like Peter Quill, yeah. you know what I mean, is as yeah, Star Lord, Star yeah. Star Lord, oh, as somebody yeah, yeah. over in Superman. It wouldn't be bring that same yeah. type of thing. She's kind of she, she could, could play a totally yeah. different character, even physically. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think it'd probably be her. I wouldn't be surprised if Sean Gunn. Sean's got. I mean, Sean's definitely. But I don't know if he's referring to him just because I'm like, okay, well, he's, he's in, in everything he does, so maybe. If so, obviously Yondu, like, you know, the actor, he'll be in it, I'm sure. It's Michael Rooker. Even if it's like a brief three-second Just thing, like we know, had the brief three seconds of him in um, yeah. which was a fantastic callback. You know, uh, he was talking to the rapper. Shout out to my friend, uh, Sarah. She uh, she was an extra running by oh. in that very brief where you see him. She's one of the extras that runs by. Oh, that's so really cool. Shout out to her for being in that movie. There you go. Off. We'll have to have you on the show and talk yes. about your experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, Dave Patissa, maybe Lex Luthor? Oh, maybe. Oh, 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 Ray, what's up, Ray, buddy? What's up? I'm just very confused right now. Are you saying that Guardians and Superman have crossovers? No, no. What we're saying is that the actors, James Gunn has directed the Guardians films, so he's going to bring not characters but actors over to uh, be yeah. in the Superman movie. Be, yeah, oh, he's not, the one so, who's uh, heading up DC and directing the new Superman film. Right. right. So if you like Guardians, you'll probably like the new Superman. Yeah, you know? So that's just, yeah, to be clear, we're okking okay. about actors because he's as we referenced earlier, he brings a lot, of, he works with a lot of the same actors. Like he's got his little acting troupe that becomes kind of goes in and you'll see a lot of the same yeah. familiar faces. Um, so I definitely think that, that, that we'll see that. And I, I do really think it'd be Palm. I really do. Palm. I had to guess. I do too. Um, one and, and like, maybe I'd say Sean another one, uh, Bradley Cooper is maybe like Lex. Oh, that also, would... or, or, or voicing crypto. Cause crypto is confirmed to be in Superman. Legacy. Yeah, but crypto doesn't talk though. Does he? Well, at least the crypto that I'm familiar with. He might. I mean, he did in Super Pets, but I think that was a little different. I don't know. I feel like could, I feel like maybe they could communicate with each other. Oh, maybe they can. I'm just there. I'm balling. Like, I, if someone voices, it could be Bra or Bradley Cooper as Lex Luthor, I think, could also. What about Vin Diesel as Lex Luthor? No. no. <laughs> I mean, he's got the bald head. He's got the yeah. But no, I also agree. Unless he came from the streets. Yeah. But no. Uh, <laughs> family. 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 Yeah. <laughs> No, but um, um, I I don't, I think Palm was the safe bet. Zoe could be. I mean, maybe. Yeah, Karen too. She's already well. Not in Superman. She's. Uh, I saw Karen already wants to be Poison Ivy. Yes. She's. Uh, well, I'd be like, yes, do that. I think. I think because of Gun's, Gun's influence, if they're not, if these guys aren't in Superman, they'll be in something. They'll be in other. No, they'll, they'll DC definitely be films. in something. It's just a matter 100%. of who will be in Superman. You right. Know? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. I think. I bet all of them are in. Something in some some yeah, including Chris Pratt. I think he'll Very possible. Um, he'll be in something too. So yeah, yeah. Guardians to, to I a standing ovation. A hundred percent. I I loved it. I did. Um, we we could add that up there to the top of the charts. Yeah. That. Um, 
And it kicked off the summer movie season. You know, this was the kickoff of the summer yeah. movie season. And we've got a lot of great things coming out. So we'll be talking about that as we go along on the shows as well. Yep. But um, I have to stop and give you a quick shout out, my friend. A few episodes ago, you predicted on the show Super Mario Brothers. Oh, I did. You really did. You said it's going to freak. It'd be phenomenal. Yep. It's going to make a billion dollars. And I think it has the highest a, grossing film of the year. It's definitely the highest grossing film of the year. It's done so well that they are now talking, is Disney in trouble? You know yeah. what I mean? Because the last few releases from Disney, I'm talking about their animation, animation. Um, and stuff like that, um, have not done well. Lightyear came out last summer, yep. didn't do very well for being part of the Toy Story franchise, yep. and then they had a film that dropped in December, Strange World, I believe. Yep. Um, both of them look great. I'm and sure I'll enjoy them. Red, it was supposed to go in theater, and they put it straight to streaming. Tur turning too. Red. Turning Red, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, see, since the pandemic, though, they've been in a bit of a situation... But it's weird. They've released Disney films, but every Pixar flick has gone straight to Disney Plus. Yeah, which you know is what very I mean. Bizarre, yeah, they're like the best. Yeah, and the first P Pixar flick that didn't go to Disney Plus flopped. Lightyear. Yeah, you know that came out last summer, and that was we could do a whole show about maybe why that didn't work. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But um, but it but it has. I've seen so many different articles now that say yeah. you know illumination. Well, that wasn't illumination. Yeah, they do. Yeah, illumination. With the minions and Despicable Me, they crush them. Yeah, they did. Or was it the most? Despicable Me, the most recent one, came out last summer, yeah. too, right? Yeah, that crushed was the, the highest animated yeah. film of the summer. So they really are. And uh, Disney this summer has... Oh, God, I had it on the tip of my tongue. Um, what is the, the... Little Mermaid's the, coming out. The Little Mermaid's coming out, but I, that's live action. I do believe that oh, that'll do, do yeah. really, really well. Yeah. That's going to do fa fantastically well, I do think. Yeah. Um, but no, there was... Um, that's oh, the gosh. movie I'm a little nervous about. Oh, uh, Elementals. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Elementals comes out this summer, too. Yeah. So that'll be the true test, I think. Um, to see if Disney flops yeah. with that one, then they really will be in some. And I can tell you what that Mario verse is—it's just that thing is cracking wide open because there are so many spinoffs they're going to be able to do, including the continuation of the Super Mario Bros. movie. Yeah, you know, and, and honestly, the reason I thought I, I said that about Mario, especially if it was good, which it was, mm -hmm. was was Minions. You know, those are that's a movie about. Beings that can't really talk, you know, <laughs> right? The fun, but because and it's true with kid with these movies that stick with kids, they bug their parents to go back. Oh, I mean, I don't know if you have kids. If you listen to Frozen, you have to play that song again and again and again and again. Yeah. It's the same with movies. I want to see Minions. I want to see Minions again, and then you just go back and again and again. And it's the same thing. It's like and then oh, we have one point three billion dollar box office because you have all these kids that need to go back again. And I was like, Super Mario is going to be the same thing, except this is going to be a movie the adults also want to go back to. Right. Yeah, you know because, what I mean? I mean, dude, we, I mean, people who are, like, over in, in their 60s know Super Mario oh, yeah. Brothers. You know what I mean? When that movie, I mean, we <laughs> introduced Mario back in the original Donkey Kong. They, yeah. You know, it's funny that he was just a minor, well, he was, he wasn't a minor character. He was a yeah character yeah, in Donkey yeah. Kong. Then he went on and kind of became the big, big dog himself. But, um, yeah, it's, it's just doing really well. And I saw, and I said, if I'm, we talked about one of our first shows, you know, movies, games yep. that could be turned into movies. I see Mega Man's being dusted off. Yep. You know what oh, I mean? And there's going to be a lot. There's a trend with these between The Last of Us live action. Yeah. And then Super Mario, I think it's going to, with Super Mario's in an animated form, I think a lot of, you know, it's like a trend. Like, oh, well, we can replicate that. It's the same when we talk about Harry Potter with all people try to duplicate, you know, and I think it's going to be the same, uh, especially with their own studios. They're going to have to dust off more games. So you might know this, and I was going to ask, I'm not familiar. 
does Illumination, do they own all of the Nintendo stuff? Or did, did Nintendo sell off, much like Marvel did originally, sell their pieces? Characters I, off to I'm assuming studios? that's what that is. I think it's whatever, uh, what, I think they just partner with them. It, it seems, but it's, I think it's like Pixar and Disney kind of relationship. Okay, so then, what I understand. So they have the Minions universe and now... Um, Right, but what I'm asking is, like, do they have access to all of Nintendo? I believe so. Okay, so yeah. they will. So basically, Illumination then will be behind yeah. all of this. What's it, up, buddy? Um, didn't did Illumination do Detective Pikachu as well? Then yes, did they? Yes. Okay. Okay. I believe so. Because if I remember right, the minions are always like, you know, they do like that a little bit. Of, oh yeah, yeah. I think the one had like little Pikachu ears, if I remember okay. correctly. Um, when they do that, but yeah, I mean, Super Mario Bros. Top five animated movie of all time now <laughs> yeah. in the box office. It's and it's it's grow. It could get in the top three. They consider that first Lion King or the the live action Lion King, anim. Oh, I mean, it is animation, but which is madness. I don't think it's gonna catch that because that's like way up there. But then it's like Frozen. And there's like one other one, Toy, the original Toy Story, yeah. I think, or Toy Story Two. That's I like Toy really Story it. Two. I think did, yeah, they're, they're up you there know, on the top it's, it's yeah, man, it was. Um, it. <laughs> did you happen to see that, Ray? Toy Story. No, Super Mario. No, I didn't. Oh, okay, yeah, it's it, good. It is, and and they encompassed all of everything that Super Mario's or Mario yeah. has been a part of. Yeah. You know, they incorporated the racing part of it. Yeah. Just the the, the from the Mario Kart and then the Super Mario yeah. game and just so much and yeah. and the the actors. The yeah. comedians yep. were just freaking incredible. Jack yep. Black and just... And every, now I'm every, hearing a lot of Pedro Pascal is... Uh, what's the W? Uh, Mario the oh, other. Wario. Wario. Yeah. hearing a lot of... <laughs> even Jack Black's like, Wario, Pedro yeah. Pascal. Let's there you go. go. That's Because awesome. that Saturday Night Lights live skit he did. I just watched that one not too long it's ago. It's great. Man. It was such a great... Uh, if, if, if you guys haven't seen it, it's like if they did the... Uh, they did a Mario Brothers movie in the, but last in the of tone <laughs> of The Last of Us. Very yeah. serious and dark and grim. He was you know great. What I mean, and it was just so good. It was so yeah. funny. And he was a great Mario. I think yeah. afterwards they had like a, there was like a, you know, they do those stupid campaigns that some yeah. fans do <laughs> for him to re like replace Chris Pratt as the Mario. I'm like, right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It, it was good stuff, man. Yeah. No, anyway, bravo to you. I had to bring that up, man, because you did call it. And I might have had a slight doubt that that might be I'm a case. little nervous with Little Mermaid possibly catching it. Uh, if that hits right, if it's really, really good, just because of the nostalgia. Yeah. You know, it, for the same reasons as, uh, for the same reasons. I think you can get a bunch of kids, oh, I want to go back and see Ariel again. I want to see Ariel again. You right. Know? But uh, I think it's going to hold. I think so, too. I know the opening weekend, from what I read, the pre-sales already are saying... It's not, you know, they can tell, right? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. They have beforehand, a good, you know what yeah. I mean? They can kind of forecast. At least for the, yeah, within the like a part, range. Yeah. yeah. So they, I think what they're already looking at is that that it's going to do freak. I think Memorial Day weekend, I believe, is when it opens yeah. up. So not, not too long from now. Yeah. Um, but it's looking at like it's going to open up or at least over $100 million. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? For so sure. I think that's, I think that, I think good things are. A, the only thing that might hold that back from like catching Mario is just like you have like Indiana Jones right behind it and then another movie right behind it. So it's, it's going to shift. Whereas Mario had this pretty good window right. where it was the star of the show. You know what I mean? A, a movie that I thought was really good that actually suffered. Um, because of Super Mario was Dungeons and Dragons. Oh yeah, you know I really enjoyed Dungeons and Dragons. The uh, the dead people scene when they're asking the questions, oh I was my laughing gosh. my ass off. Yes, it was great. I oh, really, it was so fun. And I I really enjoyed that movie a lot. And I think for someone now I understand how people who go see comic book movies and don't 
really no. They, they enjoy it, but they don't get all the cool things. The like, right? stuff. And that's how it was for me. I I think I don't know much about Dungeons and Dragons the games, but I would imagine if I was a yeah. D and D guy, yeah. that there were so many cool references. I'm sure there are that we, all yeah, over yeah the that place. were all over the place yeah. that you could really um, make the movie more exciting. Like right now, I think it's been out for a few weeks now, and it's right under a hundred million. So that doesn't really bode well for sequels and stuff like that. I think they're working on a sequel. I, well, I hope so because it deserves it. It but was. Fun. I think it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I really like Chris Pine did a fantastic job. The cast was great. Um, there was some really cool shots in that movie. Yeah. Um, like when the girl was trying to get away, like that whole. Oh yeah. When she was changing and metamorphosing. Yeah. Uh, with the all the different things. It was just like, I loved that. The shot. effects were fantastic. That, it was a straight shot through yeah. all of it, and then through the whole city when she was trying to get away and yeah. changing the mouse, the bird, and just so many cool things. Yeah. I loved that shot. It was a couple, another shot too that I can't recall off the top of my head, but there was so many yeah. cool things. I just hope. It, I know it was released um, on digital. Yeah. Uh, not too long ago. Yeah. Um, and, but I do hope it does deserve a sequel. But my point is that Super Mario came out. Oh, it smashed and it. Yeah, it it really just show. never had the opportunity to, to catch. Yeah. I think if they had released it in a different month or a yeah. different window, it would have done even better. I think so, it too. Yeah, so. it kind of caught a bad break with that one. It did. And, and props to them, too, for finally uh, giving us our first fat dragon. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Rolling. Rolling. Yeah. I was like, wow, okay. It was. Cool. It, it, the movie was really good, too. Um, but yeah, um, it's it's a lot of good movies coming up, and as I said, we will continue to share our thoughts on them as they move along and as they come out. Yeah, that's um, the movie news. Yeah, so I guess what we'll do is talk about in our what we want to share with you guys, right? As we're talking, we haven't really given a lot of uh, insight into some of our favorite characters in the DC yeah. universe. Um, we've talked a lot about some of the upcoming movies and things like that. So yeah. what we thought we'd share is maybe our top ten. We, as I said in the beginning. Our top 10 sidekicks. Yep. So do you want to break into the Robins? Because we're going to break it into two different divisions. We'll do Robins and then sidekicks, I think, and and then break it down and and dive into, I guess, more of the comics as well. As well as, like, you know, animated movies. But I think this will focus more on the comic side of our CCC, which is great. Um, Obviously, Robins, I guess, again, it would easily... I mean, the dynamic duo, he really started the sidekick thing for everybody. And and what an important character he, he is what he's become, uh, how many different versions there have been. Um, and really on his own, you know, a predominant figure within DC, you know, I, I think he would be right there. Not the, not with Batman and Superman per se, but very, very teared down. Yeah. You know, he is right there as one of the most prominent characters in all of comic books. I'd say he's um, above even like Green Lantern. and. Flash, oh yeah. Oh, I, I, really I absolutely agree. As much I, as I love those characters. I think you'll find more people that, might not know who Green Lantern is, but they know who Robin is. You right. Know? Um, so we're going to break down. I think we'll have fun with this as far as who we think is the best as well. And then we'll rank our favorites. There's four. We're really doing the main four. Obviously, Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, Tim Drake, and Damian Wayne. Yep. Um, those are, if you ask pretty much anyone, those are pretty much the Robins that are uh, going to be the ones that people talk about. Um, let's start with... And, and let's share, too, like, right? And maybe we'll do it as we go along. But for those who don't know, or maybe you do, uh, the order of appearance, too, right? Oh, right. And I think you just yeah. named it, right? The very first Robin, obviously, was Dick Grayson. Yep. Um, and then after him, it was Jason Todd. Yes. And then from him... Tim Drake. Tim Drake. And then, then last but not least... Damien, who is now currently yeah, he is currently. right now the, the the Robin that is in the comics as well as uh, who's going to be the Robin in the DCU's Brave and the Bold. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, well, man, well, I guess we'll just kick off. What did you want to say? The you said the favorites first. We can do favorites. Yeah. Okay. So I'll start from. I'll do my four. I'll start from the bottom. So my least favorite is Jason Todd. Okay. Here comes your third. Third for me is Dick Grayson. 
Okay. Damien's second. <laughs> Tim's first. And that's your fir- favorites. He's my favorite. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, reason being, um, I like Jason. I like him better as Red Hood than I do as Robin. Um, he's also kind of an a-hole when he's Robin. He's more, uh, he, as you know, he has a very troubled childhood prior to becoming Robin. I mean, Batman finds him trying to steal the wheels of Batmobile in the comics when they, when he finds him. Uh, and, um, I don't know, it, to a lot of comic book readers also wasn't their favorite. Obviously, they voted to kill him off. Um, <laughs> Dick Grayson's my third. I think that's probably the most shocking for a lot of people. Um, I think shocking for me. Yeah, he's he's great. Um, I've known him more as Nightwing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and by that, I mean just the stuff I've seen him in. Um, I've seen him. He's usually Nightwing at that point more than Robin. Uh, I think I do think he's the most important Robin by a mile. Right um and the most important like if someone said oh we're redoing comics we can only have one robin and there will never be another one it should be dick grayson you know he's the original he's um he got his own very unique story with bruce wayne um damien's very much grown on me i know he's not everyone's favorite i don't think he i'm be so i don't think he's your favorite i'm gonna guess he's probably four <laughs> or three on yours um but i love his snarkiness in his because he's bruce's son i think it adds a dynamic to it that the other robins just don't have right um and to what there's a and you you'll know this but there's a for those who are watching just league dark apocalypse war that movie by itself jumped uh damien into number two for me he grew so much as a character and to see like his level of badassery that he can do obviously he has that darkness in him but also very similar to what we talked about with nebula his growing fondness and love for the other bat family members Mm -hmm. like especially with his relationship with dick grayson in particular um i really like his story and then my favorite is tim Mainly because I, I grew up with Batman, the animated series. That's what my Batman is, the Batman from the animated series. And that was my favorite show. And Tim was Robin and that. Like, that's just to, to me, when it's Batman and Robin, I see that Robin. Right. Tim. Um, he also, to me, and what I like about him and what makes him my favorite um, is he's the only one who really understands what the importance of Robin is to Batman Mm -hmm. and that Batman needs a Robin. Mm -hmm. And I think he's the only one that really enjoys being Robin, especially during the time that he is Robin, Mm -hmm. you know, Dick kind of grows on to enjoy being Nightwing. He really struggles at times, uh, as Robin, obviously Jason, we don't even need to go into him. (laughs) And then Damien is again, kind of an a-hole and, hates everybody so i think for that reason he's my favorite but let's uh all right uh, let's go with yours well you were spot on my friend (laughs) starting with my number least favorite robin is uh damian wayne okay he just is i and i you're right a lot of people love that character and i see why you said justice league dark he was very important character and i saw the growth that he had and all of that stuff within it i just can't i don't know what it is maybe with the by the time the movie comes out I'll be a fan of Damian Wayne <laughs> and I don't hate Damian Wayne, but if I'm looking at the four of these guys that yeah, he's my, he's, he's, least. he's the, my least favorite, yeah. you know? Um, but it, yeah, he's probably the most well-trained. 
uh, only because he's been trained from birth. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. To be, you know, with the League of Assassins and all of that yeah. stuff. So, I mean, he's probably the most violent and the most Oh, yeah, I would say if they all got in a fight, he would win. Yeah, he might He might actually do that. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so that's my fourth. Uh, and Jason Todd is my third. Yeah. Um, Jason, you, you, you talked about this earlier, how he was, for those of you who don't know, there was a time back in the 80s where Jason Todd was, you know, Dick Grayson had quit being Robin, so Jason Todd became, as you said, they found him. He was still in the reels off the Batmobile. But he was, you know, talk about hothead. He was oh, just a hothead, yeah. and just whatever. He wasn't really endearing himself to the readers right. at the time. So they had a vote where they basically said, does Robin die or does he live? And Robin died. Yeah. Uh, he was killed by the Joker with a crowbar, beat yeah. to death, you know, and he was dead in real life. For a in, while. Yeah, for a number of years in real time. 20 years, I think. Yeah. At least. You Which know is what a I mean? long time yeah. in comic books. Yeah, exactly, right? It wasn't like next year he was, re- yeah, you know, yeah. they brought him back or anything crazy like that. He was dead for 20 years. They brought him back as, a, I think his first appearance in a dream was in Hush. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't the real Jason Todd at that point in time. But I think because of the excitement of that is when they decided to bring him back. You know what I mean? As they were like, oh, okay. And what a great idea they had. Yeah, and turn him into the Red Hood. Now, and I I do like him as the Red Hood as well. I like him better also. But he's my third. Tim Drake is my second favorite Robin. He is my... He was my second favorite Robin. Um, and I really liked Tim Drake. I've known him. He's been, like you said, he's all the things you said, right? Yeah. He enjoys being Robin. Um, he's actually, though, I, in my opinion, if I think he's probably, and Ray, Ray Shagul has admitted this, that he is the heir, the really heir apparent to being Batman. Tim Drake is. You know, he's not the best fighter. He's not. But he's got the be- he's the best detective. Yeah. He calls him the detective. Yeah, the you only, know what I mean? The only person he gives that honor to is Batman. Yep, and then he called Tim Drake that. So, yeah. uh, you know, even if Rachel Gould recognizes that he's got the, the the skills and everything to be Batman. Um, but, you know, he's the only one. He realized that Batman needed a Robin, as you said, yeah. you know, and he figured out Bruce Wayne was Batman. Yeah, on his own. On his own. Yeah. He went to Dick Grayson first and was like, hey, you know, you need to go back to start being Robin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Batman, he, cause when without a Robin and he was really just morose and everything after Jason Todd died. It's a little dark. He just went yeah. on a really violent streak. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he was already, you know, because he lost his second son and yeah. all that stuff. Um, and they were like, he needs a Robin to lighten up that darkness. Yeah. You know? So Tim Drake, that's why. And, and he was a Robin for a number of years. He was like recruiting until, himself. <laughs> yeah. So from like 1990, I think, is when he first made his appearance in the comics. Um, through what 2007 or eight, whenever uh, Damien right. first came into, yeah. uh, uh, you know, so he was Robin for a number Long of years. Time. Had the he's been the longest Robin outside of Dick Grayson. Yeah, you know, in the in real time and yeah. stuff like that. Um, so yeah, and I so I've known him for a number of years in the comics, and he's been Robin to me. And I also maybe I have a little bit of dislike towards Damien because. When he came into play in his Robin, they didn't know what to do with Tim Drake. They yeah. really have it still. Like Red Robin's still. Yeah, Red Robin's Drake, a thing. Yeah, he went by, which name. I'm like, how could you call yeah, yourself? Yeah, for the smartest person. Like, you I became a hero, I'm going to be Lawson. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And like, he called himself Drake. Um, so just all this weirdness that they've kind of put him in yeah. since since Damien's come. But he's, you know, he's he's still out there. Um, and he's also led the Titans and all of this stuff. So, and every actually every Robin has been in some type yeah, of yeah. Uh, incarnation of the Titans also. Right. Um, which leaves us with my number one guy, Dick Grayson, man. He, to me, is, uh, you know, he's so important of a character. You said a lot yeah, of it in yeah. the beginning, so I won't go into it. But he's so important of a character. Without him, 
who knows? I mean, maybe eventually, but without him, there would have been no of the uh, of these sidekicks, right? Like Speedy for Green Arrow or yeah. Wonder Girl for Wonder Woman. You know what I mean? Or or, or Aqualad. For, yep. You know, and started this whole new. Uh, Wave of stuff. Wave of yeah. stuff, yeah, you know what I mean? And, and and has gone on. And he's also, we've seen him progress more than most oh, people yeah, have yeah. in comics. Yeah. You know, we meet Dick Grayson as a 13, 12-year-old boy or whatever. Yeah. And so we've seen the progression of him going from yeah. Robin to becoming his own character yeah. as Nightwing. Um, I can tell you, that's a pillar that's, I mean, yeah. that character is, I, I said it when we were talking about our first episode. He's he is there with Batman and Superman. He really at is. This point. And I'm, they're shaping him to be that in the comics as well. Yeah, right? I think recently in the comics, I mean, his the Titans have now kind of become the number one superhero team outside of the or, or above no, no. the Justice League. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. they're pushing them more than just yeah. yeah. So so you know the the, the premier superhero team. Um, so you, we've seen the progression of him go and and all of that, and and also just the fact that he that we've seen him reconcile with Bruce because the reason they didn't. Yeah. They had that falling out. Is Dick? He just wouldn't let Dick become yeah. an adult. Almost, he, he felt like he, he couldn't was grow. And he was so burdened by it. Yeah, you know, know what I mean. And he's, uh, and so they they had a falling out, and that's when he went and became Nightwing and all of this. Yeah. He quit being Robin, but uh, yeah, to me, that's that's the number one yeah. Robin, and the one who I've known for a number of years as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Before this whole transformation of handing down the the mask to different yeah. Robins and stuff like that. He's um, it's it. This is a very weird con. Uh, um, comparison, but I always considered um, uh, Dick Grayson very similar to Leonardo in the Ninja Turtles. Hmm. He's got such a mentorship that he does towards the other Robins, you know, just like Leo kind of does. That's my favorite thing about him is how he helps because he knows how Batman is. And he, like, how many times have we seen in comics in or animated films where Robin's pissed off or something and Dick's like, I've been there. Like, yeah. this is, and this is how it's going to be. And this is what you're on. This is, this is the life you chose. And like, there's a lightness at this point. And he will kind of show some of the lightness where obviously Bruce just doesn't have that in him. So, right. I, I agree with that. Yeah. So that's, that's our, I guess that's our favorites. Um, did you want to just, do we quick go? rundown of who we think's the best? Yeah. Um, Tim's probably the best for all around for the same reasons you said. He's yeah. the smartest. Um, he, he is very much that detective side. Um, I think, um, heir apparent to Batman would be, I guess the most in, in, intriguing question. Cause I think it's, it's two, it's two people. And it is my top two. Actually. I think it's either Damien or it's, uh, Tim, Tim the problem with Damien is he has that, <laughs> he will kill you. And I yeah. don't, it depends on what kind of Batman you want, I guess. Right. Because he is also very intelligent. Because obviously he's got his dad's blood in him, and he's but and he's got that training. Like if they get in a fist fight, like Damien would whoop Tim's yeah. butt. You know. <laughs> true, so if true. you talk about the fighting aspect, it'd be Damien. But I think Tim, and I think even Batman has said in the comics that it's Tim. Yeah, you know? he so, is the heir apparent to the to the yeah the cow, yeah. so to speak. It it is Tim, and then um yeah that's. That's probably the yeah. best Robin who, who and, and the fact that he doesn't he I mean, yeah, he'll be the best Batman, but he like I think you just mentioned this, but he's he enjoys being Yo, he loves so it. much. Yeah. You know what I it's mean? It's fun that's for just, him. Yeah, it is, it is. So that's that's our that's my favorite. Yep. And he's our favorite sidekick I mean, of all time. So yep. there you go. We'll exactly. just start there. Yeah. Um, who are some of your other like as far as so obviously again, we he started this wave of sidekicks for, for pretty much everybody now, so it's almost hard to even find a superhero that's solo <laughs> right because because of robin but besides him who are some of your favorites i guess we should dive into that one. sure man um i'm gonna start with uh 
not that these are in particular order, but they are kind of for me. Uh, so yeah, my least, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with Connor Hawk. Okay. All right. For those of you who don't know who Connor Hawk is, he is Green Arrow's son. Um, so he he has actually uh, had the mantle of Green Arrow for a while. Back in the '90s, I believe it was. Green Arrow was dead for a number of years in the comics. Yeah. At least I think he he remained dead in real time for maybe probably off about the six to eight years, I think. That might be wrong. But he was dead for almost a decade, I yep. think. Um, and during that time, Connor Hawk stepped in and was Green Arrow. So, um, you know, he became the, he was the Green Arrow in the DC universe, yep. part of the Justice League and everything. Um, so that is, for me, if someone steps up and assumes the mantle yeah. of the hero that yeah. they've kind of... Uh, Which is a big task. Sidekick, yeah. it is, and they're able to carry it. I mean, he had his own run of comics too, and like I said, he was a pretty important part of the Justice League. They actually, this is also the time where Hal Jordan was gone, so Kyle Rayner was the Green Lantern. Yeah. So there's always been that relationship between the Arrow and Lantern, anyway. Yep. And they had that same type of relationship and banter with Connor Hawk and Kyle Rayner. Yeah. So that was cool. You still got your Green Lantern and Arrow fix, and for a lot of people during that run, that is their Green Arrow, and yeah. that is their. Green Lantern, right. yeah. You know what I mean? Those two right there. Yeah. So I liked how they replicated the relationship between Hal and, and Oliver with those two. Um, but yeah, Connor Hawk is my uh, um, runner up. Got him as yeah. Mine, I'm sticking to Batman. It's actually Batgirl. Oh, okay. Yeah. Babs, I think she's great. I think you know, especially she's had such a long uh, run. Whether it's been you know the being that she's the daughter of Commissioner Gordon, um, it, the Oracle aspect to it, we've seen especially the Killing Joke. Um, obviously that was a dark story, but you know, really shined on her, um, her relationship with the different Robins, yeah. you know, and again, obviously because it's the bat universe, she's so predominant, but to, to see all the different groups that she's been a part of and, you know, just what she brings to the bat family, she's, she, and she's been around for a long time. She has you know been. what I mean? Um, she, I just think she's great. I have two really questions did. for you, my friend. Yes. So do you prefer Batgirl or do you prefer Oracle? Batgirl. Okay. I think, yeah. Yeah. Just because, like, there's just more she can, you know, do physically. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the, my number, uh, it's funny, because my number two, I wouldn't, I don't consider her a sidekick, but she's become kind of a sidekick of, like, would be Catwoman, um, mm. because she's basically tandem with Batman more than Robin in the comics now. Like, she's, I mean, they basically got married, so yeah. I guess they have to be, so... I love their dynamic. And if that was like originally the thing, you know, and she wasn't a villain first, it would actually be her. Um, Cause she actually understands Bruce kind of like Dick does in a very, very few people get him. You right. Know what I mean? Like really get him. Uh, but I still consider her a villain. So she's my number. She'd be my second. Okay, cool. But I have another question about Barbara. Yes. Um, it's always two different pairings. <laughs> it's always been Dick Grayson and Barbara Gordon. They've had oh, a yeah, relationship. Yep, yep, yep. Or it's been Dick Grayson and Starfire. Starfire. So, uh, if, who do you prefer yeah, I, in that I like, ship? See, I, I think it's. But I, I like, I like with Barbara. Like it makes sense to me, and it's what I grew up with. So I guess that's like the first thing I knew. Yeah. And then when it's like with anything, if you're like, hey, uh, hamburgers go with French fries, and then like when you're an adult, they're like, no, it goes with potato chips. You're like, no, it goes with French fries. So right. like that's just all I know. Um, but it also just makes a lot more sense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. She's a human being for one, um, <laughs> and uh, they grew up together. They go through the same struggles. They understand the. It just seems like I, they would make more sense. I didn't realize you looked down on aliens. So yeah, uh, it's not, not my, it's not my thing. 
Not my thing. But I get it. Starfire and him are a cool couple. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious because there always is, right? And if you see Titans or whatever, then him and Corey have always been uh, paired up. And then at times, and they actually recently in the run of Three Jokers, um, which just dealt the story because of Batman. And uh, and then Batgirl and Red Hood because those are the two who've been yeah. scarred the most oh, by right. the Joker right, right, in right, the right. family. You yeah. know what I mean? Red Hood, obviously. Yeah, Joker they had that him. wild little moment. And they're like, no. Yeah, you're right. So you know, about, yeah, they kind of hooked up. They had a little relationship. Yeah, but no, and yeah, but you know, Joker killed Red Hood and then he paralyzed. Yeah, Barbara. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, and actually. It's been insinuated he did more than oh yeah yeah paralyzed for sure when he did that but anyways terrible. um it, it, but actually if you're reading the current Nightwing run by Tom Taylor um he's treating Barbara kind of like MJ for Spider Man oh. where she's like there for him and then they kind of have like it's been obviously referred they were a thing yeah but they're not a thing at the moment but like they kind of hook up and have moments it's kind of like MJ is kind of yeah you know, with with Peter so it's very much that state as of right now okay yeah interesting um going on with the, the sidekicks i'm gonna go with my next one here i've got old bucky barnes same i actually have the exact yeah he, you really yeah <laughs> yeah i've got bucky um again he's somebody who you know we talk about you know in comics we all know just like in the soap opera world right that somebody dies they're gonna come back you oh, know yeah. they'll, they'll be back it might be a year it might be a 12 issue run that they're missing but they'll come back Bucky was one of the ones who, much like, you know, what, what I said, uh, Jason Todd was dead for at least 20 years in real time. Bucky was dead, I think maybe, I don't think I'm exaggerating this, 40 years in yeah, real time. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Where he was dead and then he came back. Um, but he's one of those guys who has since... Taken up the mantle. Uh, taken up the mantle of Captain America. Yep. Risen, uh, you know, become his own hero uh, as the Winter Soldier. Um, you know, he's not really Bucky anymore, yeah, right. you know what I mean? Uh, but he's the Winter Soldier, I guess. So that's kind of how... Just with the the fact that he's one of also one of the original sidekicks. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean. So that's why he. I think he's the best Marvel sidekick. Held the mantle. Yeah. So yeah. that's well. Um, we'll see how if I think that as we go along. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you? I, I actually because we we didn't start the show uh, at that point. Did you want him to become Captain America over Sam during that? So. I know that they've both been, they've held the man. Yeah, they've both Captain done America. it. Yeah. You know, I think it's, um, when we lose, when, when Sam becomes Captain America, you lose an actual hero. Yes. Because he was Falcon. Yeah. He's his own hero. He's, yes. you know, I mean, he's done his own thing and he's got his, he's had his own titles and stuff like that. So that's why I think, in my opinion, I would have preferred to see only not because he's better than Sam or anything like that, but Winter Soldier's not really a thing. I mean, he's he's a right. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Then he could take the mantle of Captain America, and then Falcon can still be his own hero yeah. and stuff like that. And that's not saying again. Just want to be clear. It's like he's better or I like yeah, him better. Yeah, no. We'll absolutely. see as we go along, actually. But uh, <laughs> but um, I um, I think that I would have seen. I, I also just stand it from a standpoint of Captain America needs to have certain. Um, uh, physical abilities that I just think Bucky can do because he has the serum in him. Yeah, the super soldier. Uh, yeah, that's really my only reason. But I can see him as ca- where I think Falcon is Falcon. Like, I just view him as Falcon. You know, right. he's a great asset. He's actually on my list. So, yeah. I'm assuming by looking at you, he's the same for you. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, just, I like him as the Falcon. And I think he's a great Captain America and physical. Lot- I think he has, he has closer to Steve Rogers' heart, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who what Steve believes in and what he kind of represents. I think Sam is actually 
especially in the MCU, like a better version of that than Bucky per se. Um, but I, I, again, I like him as Falcon. I think he, he's a great character. I think he's, uh, brings a lot to the table, um, and to watch him kind of grow into what he is now, even within the MCU has been great. So he's another one that's on my list. Yeah, he is on mine. He's actually, I'm glad we talked about, he's right. He was right after yeah, Bucky, yeah. right before Bucky or right above. Yeah, Bucky. yeah. Um, so yeah, Sam, you know, yeah, he's, he, he did start off as Captain America's sidekick. He yep. really was, you know what I mean? Um, and so I think he is, uh, I, I just, I, I like him better as Falcon though. Yeah. I really do. I think he deserves his own title. Yeah. To continue on. And, and Falcon's cool. He is. He really is. Um, so we talked about that then. Uh, so my, um, next for me then is, uh, is, is uh, Tempest. Oh, Arth. Okay. He was the former Aqualad. Um, and he, I, I like him, I think, because he gets no love. He really doesn't. Um, you know, a lot of people don't even, uh, actually, he's been overshadowed with the new Aqualad. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that has to do with Young Justice, which has been a pretty awesome run of uh, yeah, animated, animation. animated show. Um, you know, I think Garth's been on there once or twice. He's not even, he, actually, he's not in that scenario or world. He's not even Aqualad. He had a chance to be, but um, Cal Durham or whatever, uh, Cal right. took took. The, the mantle, the mantle yeah. he, Garth decided he didn't want to but I like him because he was part of the original Titans you guys all know I've said it a lot I'm a huge Titans fan right and that original Titans run was Speedy uh, Green Arrow sidekick obviously Wonder Girl Wonder Woman sidekick Aqualad Aquaman sidekick and Robin Batman yep. and then Kid Flash so yep. it was those five were the original Titans so and I that's who I was reading and stuff like yep. that um, and so anytime he would make an appearance back and or, or he'd join the Titans I really enjoyed it yep. and I know that's probably not on, he's not on anybody's list probably when it comes to top 10 sidekicks that's good to have something different yeah but he is on mine I really do yeah. like, I like Garth well I'll spin off of yours because he's not on mine but I, Kid Flash is um, he's um, and again I talk uh, a character that for a lot of people might be considered their flash yeah you know um and i'd say outside now looking i i realized i skipped over him he would be my maybe my next he's right there with batgirl on maybe who would be my next after robin for best dc sidekicks um he was my uh flash, flash for a long time because i watched the just league animated series and for a long time that was wally mm -hmm. you know but going back to your point he originated with the teens uh with the titans um, in just his longevity and then in the rebirth line of comics, I love what they did with him and his relationship to bring Barry out of the speed force. Yeah. Um, and, in just his, he's a very heroic person. You know, mm -hmm. he, he's one of those people, he will lay his life on the line to save people and to save the world, whatever it might be. Um, yet he has great humor, super great intelligence um, I, I just I've loved his evolution over time. So Kid Flash is definitely up there for me. I'll just go as opposed to he's on my list too. Um, so I'll just continue on yeah. with this conversation because, and the more I'm talking about it now, I guess people have stayed dead in comics for a number of years. Yeah, because Flash in the Crisis on Infinite Earths, which was 1985, I believe, when that series came out, yeah, um, which revamped the whole DC universe. Barry Allen died. Yeah. He died in that. For a um, long time. And he was dead until like 2007. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which has to be one so, of the longest deaths for a very like popular Yeah, like, exactly. Character. But and it, he remained dead for so long because they did such a great job with Wally. If yeah. he wasn't working, then they would have yeah, found yeah. a way to oh, bring yeah. Barry back. So I remember I had the first issue of The Flash after that, uh, uh, which I guess was 1986, uh, of Wally West's 
first issue of Flash where he became he took over the mantle yep. and ran with it, like you said, for thirty some years in comics. And and not only that, but a lot of people like you who came up with Justice League, the cartoon, yeah. Yeah. On, a Cartoon Network. He was the Flash. There was no mention right. of Barry Allen or anything, right. or that he was a once kid Flash and then he became Flash. He was just the Flash. He was Flash. You yeah. know what I mean? And and so Wally West was that, for all intents and purposes, to everyone, to, for a lot of people. Which out is there. say some if you're into if you get promoted into the Justice League or Avengers as the main character, that shows. Yeah. Who you are, you know? Yeah. So what's interesting though, I, I didn't think about it at the time, but there was all three of those at one point. For a number of About years, the, same the Justice time. League, yeah. yeah, Wally West is Flash, Kyle Rayner is Green Lantern, and um, I just, Arrow, Speedy. Yes, Connor Hawk as uh, Connor, oh, Connor Hawk. Hawk. Yeah, 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 Connor Hawk is there. Um, not to be confused with Roy Harper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, do I have? Yes, I do. Okay, <laughs> I was Go like ahead. speaking of him. No, um, uh, I guess we'll roll into the from Kid Flash, moving into my next one. I have, and it, again, I've kind of just, I actually have. Spoiler, I had Kid Flash as my number one guy. So we're just kind of just continue on in this yeah, conversation yeah. style. Um, I had hit Wally West as my number one. Oh, there you go. Pick. I did. Um, but James Rhodes, I have. Uh, Rhodey. Yep, Rhodey. Nice. War Machine. He's on mine too, so yeah. there you go. So we'll just kind of talk about it. Um, you know, Secret Wars, which is uh, the original which Secret Wars. Which is coming. That, yeah, which is coming. But I'm using this as an example. Secret Wars, which was a huge comic event from Marvel, which, you know, rivals yeah, yeah. the Crisis on Infinite Earths. They were out almost the same time. Yeah. I think they were out during the same time frame. Um, they had all the most important Marvel characters. They had Iron Man. Guess what? Tony Stark was not part of Secret Wars. It was James Rhodes under the hel- under the shell, right. under the helmet at that point yeah. in time. You know what I mean? So um, the fact that he was in such a prominent story, and I, I choose him as a sidekick because War, he, War Machine. He is, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Machine, he, he yeah. was, but he's also one of the people who did run and carry the mantle for yeah. a number of years yeah. um, as as Iron Man. Iron Man, yeah. Um, and he was actually, it's interesting, they did this with Iron Patriot. Two, <laughs> Iron Patriot, right, exactly, from Iron Man 3. But it was very interesting to me. I remember as a kid, and I don't know if it was planned or what, but they had James Rhodes out as Iron Man at the time, and he was the Iron Man in the Iron Man series. Tony, this when he was battling the alcohol yep. and all that. He was not demon in a bottle and yeah, all demon that. In a bottle, so he was out. But during over in DC, they had John Stewart running as the main Green Lantern. I don't, I don't recall what had happened to Hal at that point in time. Why he wasn't the main focus, but. It was interesting that... I think he was Spectre at that point. No, he hadn't been at that time. It wasn't too, no, this is before, before that? Yeah, okay. before all that. Um, I'm not sure what the storyline which we moved to. Maybe he was off right. planet doing whatever, but... but That's an easy ride out for him. He's uh, like, he's off doing I know, that. right? But no, James... Uh, not James. Um, uh, Rhodey. John Stewart, yep, and Rhodey. Yeah, John Stewart was the prominent Green Lantern, and Rhodey was the War Machine. So it was interesting for me, uh, you know, as an African-American, to have these two yeah. um, prominent... Yeah, heroes at that time being run or not being run, but being replaced right. with them. And guess what? They did fantastic. These guys are still around. It wasn't like they didn't work. Yeah. And they kind of removed those characters and kind of said, "Oh, well, he's never going to be shown again." Yeah. They became popular characters in their own right. Yeah. So that's why I've got Rhodey down there. Yeah, he's great. And I'll, I'll speak from from an MCU standpoint, just the evolution of his relationship with Tony. His he's kind of feels for tony he knows him before he was iron man you yeah. know in in his relationship i'm very curious to see you know what they do with roadie in the mcu going forward obviously don Cheadle's getting a little older in the tooth but 
I think this is the time where he could really step up and be a pivotal part, you know, within the the Avengers and then the Armored Wars and yeah. Secret Wars. And well, he's got a huge role. Well, I think it is. Maybe I'm hyping it up too much, but I believe he's got a pretty prominent role, at least. I'll say that huge to uh, in uh, Secret Invasion. Yeah. Oh, yeah, comes yeah, out, yeah. He should. Yeah. Which comes out in a few weeks, I think. Yes. Very soon. Yeah. The, the, one of the first Disney Plus shows. They're really slacking the on year. the marketing on that. Actually, I haven't seen a lot for that. Yeah, me either. But maybe they're going kicking the high gear and like audiences yeah. out. But um, yeah, he's got a pretty big role in that. And as you mentioned, Armor Wars too. He's going to yeah. be in there too. So, yeah. but yeah, Rhodey man, he's um, this is really yeah, awesome. yeah, he he's on there for me, and I I can jump in next because it's also Marvel as Wong, uh, and I think uh -huh. as of late he's really. Become, I mean, really, the the main sorcerer supreme, you know, and his role is great. It's funny because they keep like using him in small, and you're like, what is this leading to? Like, you right. just feel like there's something bigger for him. Uh, but I, I like his dynamic with Doctor Strange. Obviously, he's got all of his powers, you know, it, yep. and um, Wong is just a really cool psychic. Yeah, well, in the past few years, Wong has become what the Nick Fury was at one point. Yeah, he really is. He's in movies. everything. You know what I mean? Every movie or show, he's popping up and he's and in he's everything, playing a pretty. If not prominent role, he's got a pretty important role yeah, in, yeah. In, in some of them. So, yeah, definitely, man. Um, uh, and he's definitely, I think, I think his character has been more developed in the past few years based on the movies because the movies started to use him. And I think, and maybe I'm wrong about this, maybe he's always been a well-developed character in the comics. I know. I think he's been brought up more yeah, because of it. Yeah, because of that. So that's cool, man. I like that choice. That was interesting. I didn't have him on my list, yeah. but that's a great choice. Um, my next one is uh, Roy Harper. We talked about that, right? Speedy. Um, he's been, I, I do like him. Uh, they've actually made him really good buddies with Jason Todd now. You oh, know really? I mean, okay. yeah, the comics. Him and uh, he's now goes by, he's had different names. He was Speedy. Um, and then he was, Archer, uh, right? uh, Red Arrow. And then he was Arsenal. Arsenal, that's the one. Yeah. So I, and I, I don't know if I've got that right. I know it was Speedy first. No, no I'm it's not Arsenal. Sure who, it, it was Arsenal. I don't know if it was Arsenal first or if it was. I think it's Arsenal now. Uh, Red Arrow first. Yeah, it's Arsenal now, yeah. So he's got a... Um, and I like his character. He's actually one of the characters, too, where it's a pretty crazy storyline um, back in the... When I was growing up, but he was a heroin addict. You know yeah. what I mean? They actually... Real really world important. There was a really important storyline where Arrow's... Green Arrow was kind of like ignoring his... Not ignoring him, but not really taking care of his ward as he should have or yeah. whatever, just doing his own thing and really ignored the fact that Roy... Was like issues. freaking just shooting up, yeah. man, and all, the, and, and all that stuff. So it was. I, I remember he was like when he found out that Roy was having the, you know, was a, dr a heroin addict and uh, strung out on drugs and stuff. That was a pretty pretty prominent story like back, line back then. But I just like him. He's he's also. I liked how he was portrayed in the show Arrow. I like how he's been uh, used in Young Justice. So um, and then I've like I said I've been a fan of his since since the Titans. I love that. Yeah. Okay, well, mine, I'm going to do two at the same time uh, because I think they're kind of linked. A lot of this, uh, one in particular, I think is a legacy character. He's considered a psychic, but in a different way. To me, it's uh, Jimmy Olsen oh. and Superboy. Okay. Um, Jimmy Olsen, way, way back when, was right. a very prominent character. He had his own comic run. It was the adventures of Jimmy Olsen and Superman. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think he, I, he is going to be in Superman Legacy. He's already yep. been confirmed for that. But you really, uh, a lot of the Superman stories are actually told through the lenses of Jimmy uh, in the comics and in the brief appearances that he makes even in more recent. I love he has a relationship with Clark Kent as well as Lois Lane. And mm -hmm. he always seems to be somewhere in the mix of he's either in trouble or um, his dynamic with those characters. Uh, and because of his 
longevity and how long he's been around. I just think that he is worth mentioning on this list because no. he's been around since I think the 30s or 40s. I think Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. Oh yeah, he, yeah. I I think since Superman. Yeah, since like the beginning of it. Yeah. So you know what I mean. He deserves. Uh, Superboy is another one for me. Um, particularly Connor. Um, I I like him just because I know him more. Yep. Um, I think he's got a great relationship with Nightwing and with the Titans. We've seen him in the show Titans. Um, has all the powers of Superman or a lot of the powers of Superman, and uh, he just brings that kind of to the table and superman being the, the crown jewel of them all yeah it's kind of hard to take Superboy off the list no he's on my list i actually have him as my number two oh, there you um go. uh i and the connor kent version yep because that's the one i know i don't um, like it, the sun version jonathan much. kent i, 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 I think he's an interesting character just like to me i don't see superman as like the dad yet right you know what i mean he's just not there yet um so my version's Connor. Yeah. yeah, same here. Um, now that I got to know Connor because of Titans, and then so the Titans run I was reading, and you're right about him being fringed with. Uh, but it was Tim Nightwing at that time in Young Justice, the yeah. cartoon, and they portrayed yes, them as very much boys. so. Yeah, but in the comic run, it's always been Connor and Tim. Yeah, they were boys, and not only that, but it was the um, oh my gosh, what was her name? The Wonder Girl version, the blonde Cassie, Cassie. Uh, the blonde Wonder Girl version. Um, those were like the Trinity. You know what I mean? Of the Titans. You know, yeah. Trinity, as we've said before, is Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman. So they were the younger Trinity. Yeah. Those three right there. And they just had a great... I liked the camaraderie, and I, and I just loved their Titans run. So that's why Connor, to me, you yeah. know what I mean? And I like the way they are showing him in uh, Titans. Titans, the show. The, the show, show Titans actually yeah. also has been really good. They've done a good he job shaved of his head. Him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he did. He's going Luthor route. A little different, way. though. Which is, I, I, it's a refreshing take, yeah, which I like. For sure. Um and then the last one, I this is my last one for my list that I think is on there is Donna Troy, Wonder Girl. I have her. Yeah. She was my number four. Um, yeah, she's great. Yeah. They, they, I'm she glad they put it on character. A lot. She was, because she was great in the Perez run of Titans. That I, you know, that in the Titans run where I really got to know, I knew her from the original Titans run, but the new Teen Titans in the 80s, man, which rivaled the X-Men. They, they were actually, yeah. the new Teen Titans was the number one DC comic, and then the X-Men comic was number one Marvel at that time. Yeah. They actually was a huge crossover that they did uh, with Titan, Teen Titans and X-Men. Oh, that's cool. It's, an, uh, it's a pretty cool series if you haven't checked it out. It was like a mini series of four, ep- four issues. But um, she's been great. I didn't like her, like, she was Wonder Girl. I like her more as Wonder Girl. And then they changed her a little bit to a Troya. There was a number of where, and then they kind of skewed her character. But yeah. lately, it's gotten back to where she yeah. is now the the Don yeah, Troy right. I, I know and love. Yep. Um, but yeah, she's been fantastic. Um, she was also dead for a number of years, I think, and not yep. as long as everybody else. But they've come back, and now they're utilizing her a lot more. She also has been Wonder Woman at one point, you know, at least a year or two run in the comics there, where yep. she was the she was Wonder Woman, and where Diana had gone off and done something else. So yeah, Donna Troy. Love Connor Leslie's performance there too. Yes, she did great. She, did great. Was, she I, looked the part too, she, big time. I was like, she could be Wonder Woman easily. I know that was one of the disappointing things about this last season of Titans. I don't know if she shows up in the last episode, two episodes or not, but she didn't. She yeah. wasn't. They didn't show her in this season, yeah. which I thought yeah. was a letdown because she's. I thought she did a great job as uh, yeah. Donna. She's a very nice person too. Yeah. Oh, that's what you got to she's meet really her. Really right? hard to look at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah. So that's kind of our uh, yeah. our list. That was a sidekick that I was there to check out. Yeah, know, for sure, definitely, man. Um, they and each of them also have some great runs in the comics, you know, with teams and also solo runs. Yeah. So if you haven't checked them out, do. 
Um, and I guess that that brings us. To I think we covered a lot. Yeah, yeah. we definitely <laughs> covered a lot. I did want to say thank you to our sponsor, Nomadic State of Mind. Please, guys, we're getting close to the summertime. Check them out. They've got some fantastic uh, shoes. Uh, sandals, beachwear, yeah. beachwear, bags, whatever it is that you're looking for for the beach, they have it. Yep. So definitely check those guys out. Um, and also, big thank you uh, as well to you guys, right? You've been supporting us, been watching the show, um, commenting on the show, sharing the show. So we definitely appreciate it. Please continue to share, like, you know, subscribe. Yeah, let us know your favorite sidekicks. Yeah, let us know your favorite sidekicks also. See if we missed anybody out, yeah. uh, miss anybody, and then we can talk about them next time. Sounds cool. like a plan. All right. Well, guys, Jake, been fun, my friend. As always. Yep. See you next time, guys. Later. Later.